You are listening to Love at First Swipe, the podcast with M and Jules. If you want me, swipe right or use a pickup line. Hello and welcome to Love at First Swipe. You're here with Julia and Emily on Sin 90.7. Hello. <laughs> We're here for our second week yeah. um, of the new season, which yeah. is very exciting. How exciting. Today uh, we have a guest in the studio, Fabian, and he will be chatting to us about a little bit of a male perspective on dating, which we definitely need. We definitely do. We'll introduce him in, uh, after the next song. Yep. But what are we talking about today, Julia? Um, so apart from decoding language, women's language versus menglish, perhaps. <laughs> it's not men's an easy task. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to look at how we've gone with picking our dates with the Tinder challenge. Yes. We're going to touch on that. I'm super so, excited to reveal Julia's date. Yeah. <laughs> Last season, we did a bit of a challenge where we tried to wing woman one another and see who would reign as the queen of Tinder. <laughs> it was me, everyone. <laughs> I don't know how you got that one out. Apparently but, I rocket Tinder. But somehow you or did. Or being Julia. <laughs> <laughs> you catfished me well. But um, we're going to touch on that a bit later in the show. And we're also going to be talking about the new Bachelorette, which is Sophie Monk. Yeah, controversial. Yeah, we want to ask would the, say. <laughs> we want to ask the question, would you date a celebrity? Yeah. No. I already know my answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fill you in on that one later. Alrighty. Let's take it to a song then. Let's do it. What are we going to play? This is <laughs> Don't Leave. It's Nate Hips and Mo coming up at Groove in the Moo. And just uh, a content warning for your listeners out there. There's a bit of swear words in it. You're listening to Love at First Swipe. It's in 90.7. That was Don't Leave by Snake Hips and Mo. Is that no. Mo. You are <laughs> listening to Love at First Swipe on 90.7 with Julia and Emily. Hey guys. That's uh that's actually from Groove in the Moo, the lineup, so it's playing at the moment around Australia. Can't wait to see it in Canberra next weekend. Should yes. be awesome. Julia's going, so we're playing all we the can. music. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got our special guest on now. Who is Fabian? Yes, uh, Julia Fabian. <laughs> tried to make it sound French earlier, <laughs> as she does with everything. <laughs> Weebie? But yes, it's Fabian. It's not working. Yes, <laughs> it is Fabian, correct. Welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here. We're very excited. Um, Julia came across your Snapchats, basically, is how we found you. Yes. Um, well, one of the ways. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no dating apps are mentioned. And um, she saw your Snapchats of you having a bit of a rant. Yes. Um, and we both watched it. And it was great. So we want to play them for everyone before we kind of get into it. Is that Go okay? for it. Go for it. Let's do it. <laughs> Are we ready? Why do we not gift each other with plastic flowers, right? Plastic flowers last longer than real. Why give real ones? Okay, that was the first one. Now, the second one. We give real flowers because they die. So the value of the gift is measured in its temporality. It's going to be gone. Very inspirational. <laughs> Thank you. It was a bit quiet there. Um, we couldn't get it much louder. But basically, um, you were talking about the temporality. Yes. That is, well, flowers in this case. They die. But what? Very sad. Yeah, what were you like, meaning by it in terms yeah. of situations and people? Well, well, that, that evening when I posted them online, it was actually after my funeral of my nonna. Oh, and cool. um, 
you know, it's, funerals is one of those times where everyone sort of loses their head. Yeah. And um, I, I got up and said half of the eulogy with my brother. Yeah. And I had a few pieces written um, to present. And then when I got up at the podium, I looked on the coffin and there were roses sitting there. Yeah. And um, what I actually said then was probably third or fourth on my list. But I thought I have to say this aloud and, you know, gift everyone with the knowledge that just because something's gone, it doesn't mean it's gone. and it doesn't affect how great of an impact it has. So it's quite a powerful statement for me because when I said it in the church, it sort of echoed throughout. Mm. And up until that point, everyone was crying tears and feeling sad. But then we realized that, you know, what we've lost is basically just a rose and the beauty is still there and the magic of the moments and everything we've cherished about it lives on in our heads. And yeah. that, that is priceless. Hmm. So came at quite an emotional time. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Well, that's when those sort of things do come into your thoughts, isn't it? When you're experiencing these extreme emotions yeah. and it gives you time to reflect on everything. And that's quite a beautiful reflection as well um, to have in looking at, you know, when we talk about relationships, how... It's a lot of them just come and go and, yeah. you know, a flower does die within a couple of days and so can relationships as well, yeah. um, as much as you don't want them to sometimes. Um, yeah, I guess we just wanted to see what you thought about that when it does come to dating and relationships and whether you think that as well in that sort of sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... You know, when you start off, you think that everyone you meet and feel for is going to be the one mm. because, you know, you're experiencing new emotions and it overcomes you. You can't control them and they take over you and you think that person just sweeps you off your feet and there's someone who's amazing. Then I guess as you mature and you go through more experiences, you realize that you feel those emotions again and they come in different forms from different people from different events. So I am a firm believer now, absolutely, that, you know, some things come, some things go, and we just have to live in the moment and appreciate the moment for itself, not mm -hmm. sit there trying to hold on to it. Because I guess just like a rose, we can only water it for so many days before it withers. Yeah. It doesn't affect how great it was. So, you know, I'm a believer in taking control of your emotions, living a life where you just appreciate everything for what it is, and you don't try to hold on to anything because everything teaches you a lesson, and it's your job to determine what that lesson is. Okay, hmm. so it, saying it like that, does that kind of feel like maybe to challenge you in a bit, in a little bit of a way, a plastic flower perhaps it might not be the best thing because that's you holding on to something that you should just maybe let go of in some cases in terms of relationships. Yeah, like imagine if you're gifted plastic flowers and then the relationship's over. You, it's not like they suddenly die and you can get rid of them and you can put them in the bin and it's gone. They're stuck with you. Yeah. So that could be really shitty. I guess maybe in that <laughs> sense it's like it's a battle within yourself yeah. and when you decide it's time to let go of those flowers or throw them in the bin, it's yeah. like when you're ready for it. I guess it gives you more control, right? So yeah. symbolic. It is. It <laughs> does symbolic. make you think. Um I don't know how I'd feel if someone gave me plastic flowers and then we broke up and I had to look at them every day because I don't think I'd want to throw them away. <laughs> It'd be pretty. Be <laughs> odd. Um, so what what do you do? You sound like you're very inspirational. Yeah. Um, well, at least so, I think I am. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you do for work? Then? Well, I'm a personal trainer and yeah. life coach. Oh, so, that makes sense. You know, I used to shy away from the word personal trainer because a lot of connotation that it's yeah. big guys and steroids with, you know, bigger biceps and just talking in a bro language. Yeah. But I guess I'm sort of trying to redetermine what a personal trainer is, which is I sort of have a bit of a motto of empowering my clients and building a bulletproof body from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So what we sort of focus on is changing people's choices, which ultimately change their life. Yeah. So, you know, 
I'm, I'm very grateful for the fact that every morning I'm waking up quite early and I have a full day of, you know, working with clients who are prepared to say, you know, I'm not perfect. I want to change. I want to be the best I can. Mm-hmm. What can you do? So I guess I'm short of the shepherd who um, guides them on what to do. Yeah. Makes sense that you do look that deep into things. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah. Well, we're going to touch a bit more on maybe your experience with dating yep. and bringing that into perspective with your line of work. But we're going to go to a song first. Uh, this is Something About You, the Odessa remix with Hayden James, also from Groove in the Moo. This is Sin 90.7, Love at First Swipe. Uh, we have been talking with our guest, Fabian, who is here today. Hey, Fabian. G'day, g'day. And we were talking about uh, some of the Snapchats we saw of his, yes. um, which were quite inspirational and motivational. Um, and now we just want to hear a bit a bit more about a guy's perspective of dating. Yes. Julia. We need it. Yeah. So they say that men are from Mars, yep. women are from Venus. Is it true? <laughs> Whoa. Some of the girls I've encountered are from somewhere else, completely different. I think <laughs> that's on fair a enough. Different planet altogether. Yeah, different universe. Um, <laughs> you know, I think we're at a point now. Everyone is just—you meet some people, you're like, "Where the hell did you come from?" <laughs> We've seen some interesting uh, specimens on both sides nowadays. I think it'd be fair to say. Yeah, and I'd be interested to know in your line of work, do you find that, um, say, if you do go on dating apps and that sort of thing, do you find that people? They bring their own perceptions of what you do. Oh yeah, into judging you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Good or bad? It can be quite frustrating because yep. people assume, like, say, if somebody's met a personal trainer, they automatically automatically project what they know about personal trainers as me. Okay. So, got to keep it G-rated. But the stuff some people <laughs> will say to me, like straight out of the blue, before I even spoken to them, I'm like, okay, wow, this person's had a few interesting experiences. <laughs> wow, with personal trainers. Yeah. Is this like the the stereotypical, uh, what a douchey, I don't know, is that what people, I don't know what personal stereotype. You, you're going to have to give us some more. Yeah, <laughs> well, 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 some people assume that personal trainers live this lifestyle, like the rock star lifestyle, uh-huh. where, you know, they're surrounded by girls all day and, you know, they'll train people for free in return for other things and people <laughs> just make assumptions and I'm like, okay, wow. Does this actually happen? Oh, yeah. Match. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, like, but that's not you. No, certainly not. I'm in it for different reasons. I'm in it for different reasons. I have set policies I stick by. Hello, but clients. <laughs> <laughs> you are my client. That is all. Exactly uh, right. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, I hadn't, yeah, I didn't realize it was to that extent. No. I'm obviously going to the wrong gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. What if, what if I change my, like, work in my dating profile to that? I want to see what would happen. That could be a good experience. It's PT. funny. I tell you, when I had like, it for ah, personal training. <laughs> for a while, I just had personal trainer. And then when I changed it from personal trainer to life coach, yeah. all of a sudden, everyone was like, I need a life coach in my life right now. Yeah. You're the man I need. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, what a line. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so you use dating apps, right? Do you? On and off, on, on and off. off. I okay. go through cycles, yeah. All right. Um, are you currently on or are you currently off? You I don't may, have to I may be on one. I may be on one. <laughs> to everyone listening, he may be on a dating <laughs> app right now if you're swiping. <laughs> We're in the CBD, so get close. <laughs> That's oh, a story. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, after I won the Tinder challenge, I'm just really trying to set everyone up. <laughs> I've taken it as my responsibility. <laughs> oh, dear. So, women versus men. Yeah. Is where we want to it, go. It, it's a battle. So we we came up with some phrases mm-hmm. that we thought that annoyed us when men said. Oh yeah. 
um, I guess we'll go through that list. And we also wanted you to come up with the list. We've got some suggestions too yeah. about things that women say that annoy men. We're nice enough to give you suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very so, much. So, <laughs> I don't know why so speaking, we want to help him. <laughs> speaking on behalf of all womenkind and all mankind, yep. we thought we'd try and decode some language together. Let's do it. Um, so phrases that men say that annoy us. Why are you taking so long? Yeah. Oh, in terms of getting ready. Yeah. You knew straight up. Yeah. Oh, of course. They just don't understand concepts of time. Like for guys, it's sometimes, all right, we've got to be there at three so I can nap till 2.40. Um, hair takes 30 seconds. You know, go take a shit, go have a shower. Yeah, I can be ready in seven minutes. They don't understand girls Same have a bit of a process. Shower. Seven minutes. Um, no, I could do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Julia's standards are very high. Um, okay. But the funny thing is, mm. when you are ready, even if you've taken however many hours, if you are not ready to walk out that door by the time I'm ready, nah, God, it's yeah. your problem. Yeah, true. Yeah, because they've got such little list of things that they need to do. Yep. So I guess that makes sense. But guys are normally pretty good with that. Generally. I haven't experienced any terrible people. Like, no. I'll be looking <laughs> when we're ready to leave. I'm like, are you even ready? They're like, yeah. And they just, like, walk out like that because I forget they don't need, like, a handbag and to pack, like, <laughs> 20 things that we might actually need for the day, which turns out we use nothing. But this is your face? <laughs> this is your going out face? This is your staying at home oh, you're, face? You're gonna, it's the same gonna, face? <laughs> yeah. What a luxury. Um, okay, how about uh, she's just a friend? Ooh, she's just a friend. <laughs> just That's normally, a friend. Uh, if a guy says that, they're generally embarrassed to admit what they actually feel. Oh, generally, because I don't want to uh, talk about those things called emotions in front of the boys. <laughs> that they, they, You know, they avoid that stuff. Yeah. They think they got to be a man. They don't want to say they actually feel for somebody. Mm. Yeah. Generally, it's, you know, from my experience, guys will say that and there's definitely something going on and you can tell and they think they're sort of dodging a bullet with that. Yeah. Alarm bells. Wow. Just a friend. Because otherwise, I'd say, you know, I think of her like a sister yeah. or no, oh. we go way back. You know, they'd say something that yeah. sort of brings them completely out of the picture, but yeah. she's just a friend. I don't buy that. Yeah. Like girls that. can do like, oh, it's just like a brother to me. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. But I have so many people like that. Oh, but, but, but it's mutual. Like, it's not like... Yeah, anyway. anyway. Uh, what's another one? Uh, I don't care. Context. Uh, what do you want for dinner? Oh, I don't care. But we do that. We do. Mm. I, I'm, I hate to be on the other team, but I feel like we do that as well. <laughs> it's general, I think it's a test. Depends. Yep. If people know each other and they say, I don't care, it's sort yep. of been like, do you actually know what I like? Let's mm. just see where you actually stand with that. Or they wow. genuinely don't, like, they don't care. So people And we read into it and we think that they do care, but the guys are literally like, I just don't care. I see. But then I'll hold grudges sometimes because I'll be like, I don't care. I don't care. Then you get something and they're like, oh, but I didn't want this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. I don't care, but not that. Yeah. <laughs> basically. All right. Um, have any for women? Phrases that annoy me. <laughs> or, or things. Or things. <laughs> it could be like... I don't know, mannerisms? Well, or? for me, what sets me off is when you talk to somebody and they say, you ask them how they are and they say, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. My my phrase, which annoys everyone, is why aren't you good? And they're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, if you were good, you would have said you were good. Yeah. So why are you okay? <laughs> yeah. They're like, nah, okay. I'm fine. And then I'm like, are you okay? You're fine. What's going on? Nah, don't worry. Is and it the way like, that it's said? Yeah. I'm it's- fine. <laughs> I'm fine. The only mm. re- like time I say anything other than good is when I want someone to ask me more. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. And then they go, oh, what's up? I'm like, oh, well. And then start the story. Like, that's the only time Agreed. I'm not going to say I'm good. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a bit of tonality, but also when 
people say they're fine and they straight away bring it back to me. So mm. with a lot of clients, you know, when they're in a good mood, they'll talk a bit. When, I, when I'll come in and they don't want to talk about something, it's like, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? How are you? No, how are you? I'm great. How are you? It's like, why are you focusing on me? What's going on with you? <laughs> well, so you're not that defense me. mechanism. <laughs> yeah. But then also, how do you get past the just like, I'm good, then what? What do I do? Yeah. I'll be like, oh, you're good. So there's nothing at all that's bothering you. You're completely <laughs> fine. You're 10 out of 10 happy. Oh, wow. Then <laughs> it all crumbles out. I'm like, here we go. Volcano erupts. <laughs> Bring is, it. This <laughs> yeah. is interesting. Like, you're going around being like, but what's bad? <laughs> Tell me what's not good. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I guess, like, to conclude this in a way, yeah. a women versus men sort of thing, there's just so many things that can annoy the oh, other gender. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, even like when you're in a relationship and it's a woman and woman and man and man, because all of these things are just relevant for both sexes. Yeah. I mm. feel like it just yeah. depends on the person and the Except personality. Except for maybe the getting ready part. But you yeah. never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. That's probably the outlier. Yeah. God damn it. If you guys have any other suggestions, things that tick you off about the other gender let us know we're on facebook it's uh mm. facebook.com forward slash love at first wipe show or us on twitter and instagram find us there yeah if you have been listening this whole time and have heard julia's voice and thought it was sounded a bit weird and not like julia it's because she's sick and i can't actually hear it too so yeah. my ears are basically 95 percent blocked you yeah. sound very manly thank you <laughs> i'll take that as a compliment is that attractive <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> Right, so we've been talking um, earlier in the show um, with Fabian about um, kind of looking back at life, um, reflecting. Life. Yeah, um, through looking at flowers was the analogy yep. we were talking about. Um, the permanency and how quickly things can be taken from you and just loving every moment and appreciating that and... Yeah, that's what we discussed earlier. And that then, was nice. um, yeah, we've been doing men versus women to lighten yep. the mood a bit. Uh, things that annoy us about the opposite sex. Yeah. Which turns out to be a lot. And <laughs> now we're we want to talk about, yeah, we want to talk about after a breakup. Yeah. Because this is something, this is a bit of a hot topic for us. Yeah. Um, not because we break up a lot, but just because it's just interesting how people go through different phases, um, different tactics after a breakup to get over things. Yeah. yeah. So I found this article from bold.com. I don't know if that's how you say it, but we'll go with it. And it says that there's 16 things that girls should go through to get over a breakup. And it was a very controversial list, I thought. Why? I'm going to have to read it out because because I I just have so many problems with it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the first thing you need to do to get over a breakup is to do something to your hair. Number one, <laughs> hair. All right. Number two. <laughs> Makes sense. Change your music style. Like change your taste in music. Yeah. No, nah, so you can't random. associate that song. That that's someone. That's a song that you listen to. That's an artist you listen to with your ex. Nah, get rid of it. Done. Oh, okay. If you like that band, nah, nah, all gone. <laughs> Too many memories. Tainted. All right. <laughs> Number three. Change your style. Just change it all. Number four. Makeup. Nah, change it. Get rid of it. Number five, change your bedding if you shared a bed. <laughs> wow. Wow. How obsessed were you in that relationship to need to, like, get rid of everything in your life? Just burn it all. Oh, it gets worse. Uh, number six, change your room decor. Okay. 
interesting. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> just do that anyway because it's fun. But, it is fun. Right. You like to change up every so often. <laughs> yeah. Number six, uh, seven, change your relationship approach. Wouldn't that be number one, you know? Yeah. This, this isn't yeah. the right person for you. Change your tact. I feel like they've ended when it should have started. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes on. All right. Uh, number eight, change your socialising habits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this to meet new people or to avoid oh, where he hangs? I, I don't, don't even right. know. Okay. <laughs> number nine, change your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Do they not know you can block these days? <laughs> <laughs> number ten, porn. I, I don't understand that one. <laughs> Only when you're breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> number eleven, photos. Mm, yeah. What do you mean photos? Yeah, uh, I, I guess it means, like, like get rid of all the photos you have with your ex. That's very broad for them to just write photos. Photos. Maybe it's just changes in a new Instagram filter. You know? Oh, could ah. be. New me. No more Valencia. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Sticking to Hudson. <laughs> uh, number 12, hobbies. Change your hobbies. Or get hobbies. I don't know. Maybe Which one you go with? Gosh, this is very up to interpretation. It is. <laughs> Maybe we wanna, get hobbies. We want to pull it apart. Yeah, it'd be get hobbies to get distract hobbies. yourself from the breakup. That's right. right. Mm. Yeah. See, that makes more sense than all these other ones beforehand. Yeah, like boxing. Just Boxing's good. Punch out your bad your vibes. anger. <laughs> Number thirteen, diarize. Get yeah. a diary, mm. or get rid of the old one if you had one before. <laughs> Burn it. Number fourteen, <laughs> change your perfume. Number fifteen. Get a workout routine. Well, that should just be there anyway. That's just so dumb. <laughs> and number 16, change your attitude. All right. Well, What do, what do we think of this list, guys? Hmm. Maybe from a guy? Uh, uh, <laughs> do girls need to do all 16 things? Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. Interesting list. I don't understand where, where these are coming from. <laughs> I would certainly not suggest half of this stuff. I don't know why. Yeah, how have they come up with? This? I mean, maybe perfume because the relationship ended because they stunk. Like this is just—I <laughs> have no idea. Ouch. We need a—we need to see a like case study here. We do. We do. Thank good. you, bold.com, for that insight. <laughs> that it was, was very bold. Just not even worth it. <laughs> like, why did they bother writing that article? <laughs> I enjoyed how vague it was. I was like, and we've got to piece this apart, don't we? It's literally hair. Like what? What? Like, what do I do it? with my hair? Yeah. Cut it. Style it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I see, Do I something see drastic. Mean, like, it makes Be a you new pretty. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Okay. I see it in that sense. Would yeah. you, have you ever cut your hair after a breakup to feel great again? I've got yeah. a hair cut. haven't cut my own hair. That would make me more sad. <laughs> Definitely gone to the barber and been like, you, me, got to get a fresh fade, oh, so you know. Hard. Bang, right. get out there again. But, you know, when a relationship happens, it's not like I'm motivated to go get a haircut. <laughs> yeah. Like, Okay, so what? what's... It would a guy have a list of like these things? So I would argue that some of these girls who have been recently broken up with, mm. they would do some of these things. They would say, "All right, I'm blonde now. Let's go brunette. Let's be a completely different person." Yeah. If it really messed you up, or you'd attack all your energy at the gym, you do probably maybe a few of those things. Mm. Maybe you'd stop hanging out with the people like that was in your ex's circle because yeah. you can't see those people anymore. I would argue some of those things would still apply. A lot of them I'm laughing at. <laughs> uh, what what would a guy's list be? Would it be similar? Well, I guess generally, you know, when, when a guy's friends hear of a breakup, they think that the best thing to do is go all out as boys night out. Yeah. So, you know, the yeah. stock standard is get on the drinks, get a nice shirt, you know, yeah. train extra chest and arms to get that pump, <laughs> walk around like inflated ego, like, yeah, look at me. Damn, she don't need me. Um, but, you know, in terms of what they do, I guess they go out, they try to hang out more with the boys. But, you know, what I would recommend to someone is sort of don't avoid 
don't avoid that person. Don't avoid everything to do with him because when you see them again, it's going to trigger more emotions. Yeah. I sort of say, you know, focus on yourself, build yourself up. This is a chance to sort of be like a phoenix coming out of the ashes again, like a <laughs> rebirth, get all deep. Beautiful. But, you know, just emerge like, you know, it ended for a reason. Mm. Yeah. But a lot of guys nowadays, you know, straight to Tinder, bang. Yeah. Same with girls, I guess. Yeah. What yeah. were we talking about on one of our past episodes on the last season? Yes. Um, getting over someone by getting under someone. Ha. Um, and Adelina's experience of that. Yeah. Um, but it is a way that people use to get over people and it might not be effective or sometimes it is. It's just everyone has their way of doing things, I guess. Yeah. You know, I was reading the other day, they said that one of the best ways to get over a breakup has been like scientifically proven is to tell yourself that you're getting over it mm. and that you start to believe it and you say, yeah. yeah, I'm having fun and it looks like you're having fun mm. and yeah. then you go hang out with your friends, blah, 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 you go out partying, you go to the gym, you convince yourself and yeah, your brain tells you that you are actually enjoying yourself and you're having a good time and you're happy. Yeah. And then magic. That makes sense. I mean, it, it might it. take a while, like yeah. long, not as magical, but it does make sense that yeah. it do it. You Feed yourself positive thoughts and you start feeling your positive thoughts. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Fabian. Um, <laughs> this is where we have to leave it and say thank you so much for coming on our show. Pleasure. You've given us an excellent insight into the mind of a man. <laughs> man, <laughs> I like that. Speaking for all mankind. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, where can we catch more of Fabian then? Yes. Well, I have a website which is being put online very shortly. Otherwise, awesome. head to Facebook, just yeah. type in Unique or go to Instagram, Unique underscore PT. And um, how's Unique spelled? Y-O-U, very good point. Y-O-U-N-I-Q-U-E. So it's spelled awesome. quite unique to normal. Hey, didn't even realise I was doing that. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing. Um, we will be putting a post up with you anyway, so you yeah. can all find him there if you want more of him or just... Or stalk him out. Yeah. Yeah. Stalk him. Like other people have. Because <laughs> that's what we promote. Uh-huh. Not. Do not. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Over here? <laughs> it's getting well. hot in here. <laughs> that was Dorothy Deadleg Fight Ibis. And welcome back to Love at First Swipe. You're listening to Sin 90.7 with Julian Emily. Yes, it's just us two now. We had Fabian on our show earlier. Um, yes. We'll be posting on Facebook Sin Love at First Swipe. Um, and you can find out everything, which Julia's shaking her head, so that's not our Facebook. <laughs> what is it? Love at First Swipe show. Oh, there we go. We got, got there. there. <laughs> you chucked in this in there for good So measure. go to Love at First Swipe show and you can find more about him there. Yeah. So this is just, I really needed to cover this because <laughs> on last season we did a Tinder challenge. For yep. those of you who don't know, what it was um, is that I challenged Julia that I could be the ultimate wingman and get her Wing a woman. bajillion matches. <laughs> And she did not want me to do that. No. So to make it even, um, we swapped phones. Well, we swapped Tinder accounts. Yeah. Um, and made... she had complete control of um, my Tinder for two weeks. I yeah. had complete control of her Tinder for two weeks. So we made these fake accounts for one another to yeah. see who could be the best version of Julia being Emily, Emily being Julia. Yes. And I won. Somehow. And, yeah, <laughs> I actually don't know how I won because I was not in the lead the first week. But... It was because the match count that got us. The match count? Yeah. I got you so much. No, and the pickup lines. Freaking oh, rocked Oh, yeah. The extra so, points. You can tell, like, I'm just really chuffed with myself. You are very pleased with yourself. So the reason why I'm so happy is because the loser has to go on a date with um, the winner's choice, uh-huh. and I did not want to go on a date. So I get to pick Julia's, and that this is me. That was the only me. reason why I wanted to do the challenge. Yeah. Julia was so ready to make me go on a date, on a Tinder date. But no, no. I get to pick, and I am revealing it right now, everyone. So 
This is his name. Can I say his name? <laughs> no. Okay. I was about to say that's a bit weird. He's 26, though. Uh-huh. So that's, there you go, Julia. Um, I'll describe what he looks like for you. <laughs> <laughs> he's got brown hair. Um, just swiping through, just looking at his photos. Um, he's educated because he's um, he's got his graduation gear on. Um, and he doesn't look like an owl with the hat on, which is A+. Plus. No um, owl. He likes, he's adventurous. He likes to walk. Wait, can we go back to the owl part? Well, when you, you know when you wear those... He looks like an owl. <laughs> you know when you wear those graduation hats, it makes you look yeah. like an owl. Oh, I didn't think I did look like an owl. Uh, my graduation. I bet Thank you, you did. I'm going to go back and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Most people do. Okay, good to know. <laughs> um, yeah, he's adventurous because he's um, got a picture of him in a forest walking or maybe he's fake walking for the photo. Who knows? Um, but it does say oh, in his profile no. that he's a sports and fitness lover. And you know what, Julia? You'll be enjoying long walks on the beach because he's a beach enthusiast. <laughs> Uh, so that's a beautiful first date that I could set up for you. Um, that's, by the way, everyone listening, I have to set the date up for her. So. <laughs> um, uh, and he, his line was, yellow, you'll have to speak up, I'm wearing a towel. Which what? I was very confused by. I what? do not understand. Is this for a line from a movie or something? I don't know. I don't know. No one knows. I don't even what know doing, why. Like, I matched you with him, but he won. So I've got to look that one up. You but have zero first Can I just friends. ask how you decided on this guy? Well, <laughs> everyone else was just kind of like a no. So <laughs> Like a no? No, I think, okay, with this guy, I got the conversation far enough to warrant a date. So he'd already asked you out um, and I had just left him hanging. So when we swapped back, it was I was just like, well, sweet, he's cute. Um, I think you'd get along maybe, I don't know. Um, and he's already asked you out, so you know he's keen and it's oh, I knew I'd get a Lord. yes out of him. Okay, so, so how does this work? Like, obviously this is ethically wrong. <laughs> To Look, pretend to be someone else. We're going to have to tell him. When do we tell happen. him? That's the thing. I will leave that up to you <laughs> and your conscience. <laughs> Can I bring you in and be like, it was all her fault? And I'll be like, you're welcome. <laughs> Enjoy your amazing day. Oh, dear Lord. Um, his convo was pretty good too. He seems like a fun guy, so I have a feeling he might understand and he'll be okay with it. How is anyone okay with this? <laughs> Well, I'm okay with it. I was not okay with doing it. I was like, this feels wrong. I'm not Emily. <laughs> it feels oh, great. Oh, dear um, Lord. Because I am not in your situation right now, and that is why yeah, it feels great. exactly. <laughs> you don't know how I feel right now, Emily. So stay tuned for how the date went, because I'm setting that up for when Julia recovers from her illness. Which will be never. Um, in case there's a first kiss and she spreads germs. So I'll, I'm oh. going to wait till she recovers. Okay, so hopefully I recover at never o'clock. Yes, yeah, so it's going to happen. Um, we'll be telling you everything. Maybe we can even get him on the show if he's keen. That would be oh, awesome. Oh, dear Lord. Maybe the date can be on the show. Eh, we'll discuss this later. So earlier, I think it was last week, the new Bachelorette for Australia was announced as Sophie Monk. Correct. And anyone that knows me knows I'm slightly obsessed with the Bachelor Bachelorette yep. franchise. You only mention it every week. <laughs> every other week. It's an interesting concept to see people, uh, everyday people, insert brackets, yeah. um, go and go onto this reality TV show in pursuit of this concept of love. And I just, I find it so amusing and entertaining. But I draw the line at Sophie Monk being a bachelor. Why? Because she's a celebrity. 
It doesn't work. The whole concept of this is that you get everyday humans and you pull them onto this show and then you just see what happens in this reality TV bubble. You know what? I agree. And I'm not even invested in the show. I don't I don't watch it. Like my flatmate and her friends all come together and they watch it together. And yeah, it's a bit fun if you watch it in a group. But I do not care if I miss an episode. I do not care if I don't watch a whole season. But now I care because they've got Sophie Monk on. You care now. I care. What? I don't want her on The Bachelorette. Not I, I know I don't have a choice. But um it's just why a celebrity? Like it just yeah. makes I don't know. It just makes it even more even further away from reality TV. Even Everything she's produced. done, she's done for a reason to be out in the spotlight and yeah. like as a career. And I feel like this is just her taking that next career step and it's not yeah. for love. And I'm sorry that I'm claiming that, but <laughs> that's what I think. Uh, yeah, I would say that a lot of the contestants that have gone on the show, whether they've been the lead or not, they've sort of been criticised for going after a role in the media and the pursuit of fame. And it's kind of interesting that now it's blatantly obvious yeah. that that's what Sophie's doing. Like, yeah. what? Why do you really think she's on the show genuinely to find love with a <sighs> an average Aussie guy? It could be two intentions. I think maybe she's obviously struggled in her love life, and she's getting to that age where she might want someone and maybe normal ways hasn't worked for her and she's not a normal person she's a celebrity so why (laughs) not try in a celebrity way um but matt like going for someone specifically that isn't do you think the matches would be a celebrity yeah that's that see it changes the ball game completely yeah imagine if it's celebrities that are on it as well like a celebrity the bachelorette no it's not right it's supposed to be ordinary people yeah well, it's already pretty far from reality, but this is just taking it that one step further away. And that's like what Australia falls in love with. Like with Sam Frost, they didn't know her. Now they're just like in love with her. They're like, oh, they really feel for her pursuit of love and her whole story. And that yeah. storyline, then she went on to become the Bachelorette after being in The Bachelor herself and then mm. get, getting her heart broken and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Do we care as much about Sophie Monk? Probably is it, not. Is it turning into a celebrity Bachelorette? Yeah, I think it makes it worse. I don't really care yeah. about her love life, to be honest. It'd be interesting to see how their ratings go on our Channel 10 with that. Yeah, well, she's a funny girl. She does say she some funny is. things. We get plenty of memes out of it, I reckon. I think yeah. it could be a good season for the hilarity there. What's interesting is, um, I was going to tell you this, actually, my friend... Uh, well, Auditioned? A friend, no, <laughs> um, is actually doing recruiting for them. And her Facebook posts lately have been saying, hello, we're looking for, I'm trying to find Sophie Monk Love. Can you please apply? Um, <sighs> sending people to the link, obviously, where you can apply. But I was just wondering who's applying. I wonder if any of my friends are going to be applying for yeah. that. Could she um, uh, breach confidentiality and just show you the list? Oh, I would love, I'm getting, I'm onto her. If she can <laughs> get on the show, I will, show. I will try crack her. Um, that's my goal, everyone. I'll do it for you. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I just wonder who's going to be applying for that. I know it has made me curious to watch it now, though. Yeah, which is weird. I didn't never cared before, and now I'm like, well, I kind of want to see who they put on. Yeah, I mean, it kind of raises a bigger question: Would you date a celebrity, mm. an average Joe Blow? Would you do it? Okay, can you answer first? Uh probably not. <laughs> Why you don't know? No, I probably wouldn't date. A oh, celebrity. you wouldn't. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, you didn't want to answer. This. Um, yeah, why not? They'd be followed around by Paps all the time. Okay. You? So you just don't want to be in the spotlight? No, I mean, it's a... Uh, I, I don't know. It's a hard question, <laughs> I like isn't spotlight. It? Isn't it? <laughs> it is hard. I think um, I, I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not going to say yeah. no, 
because you never know. Um, also, it depends what kind of celebrity they are. Yeah. If they're just like a C-grade celebrity, sure, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but if it gets, I guess, more complicated, the bigger they are, yeah. um, there'd be a lot more pressures on it. Um, you have a lot less privacy and that sort of thing yeah. too, uh, the higher up you go. I guess if you're in the same sort of field and uh, if you're on the same sort of level, that'd be cool. It'd be the power couple and you can grow and follow so each other's dreams together. <laughs> yeah. If you... Tap on, onto that and then grow with them. Okay. Could you be leeching off their celebrity? So you're saying you would date a celebrity if you became a celebrity? Oh, that sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything can happen, Julia. I'm rooting for you. Um, yeah, that makes sense, though. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> Sophie Monk is still on the hunt for her for bachelor. Love. I'm not going to tell you to go to the site because I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> It's a good way to end the show. I don't really care. And that is all we have for today. Yes. Well, stay tuned next week. We're going to be talking about hookups, the hookups you have in clubs and bars, um, that one night thing. Do you plan them? Do they go anywhere? And are they biters? <laughs> what? All this and more next week. You've left me in suspense, Emily. Oh, uh, it's going to get real. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you then. See you then. So thanks for listening to Love at First Swipe on 90.7 FM. Come check out our social Love at First Swipe show. On Facebook. And also on Insta and Twitter as well. Look for us there, Love at First Swipe. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) 